Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're anywhere near Jeffersonville, Indiana, this weekend will be at Covenant Life Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. And tonight we'll be uh, interviewed with Pastor Mark Brzee at WOC, uh, their Wednesday night service. That will be the service tonight, so we'll have a great time. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. Because the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. It's interesting that people say sometimes, well, how can you tell when the Lord's coming back? Yet they can't tell, but yet there's more verses written about what it would look like so that we could. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, eight times more about the second coming. Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, coming of the Lord 52 times. Why? He wants us to know. So we get into these things that are happening now uh, to, to cause us to accelerate. I hear people say, oh, it's just an escape theology. No, it's a hustle theology, just like at the end of a football game when the quarterback's watching the play clock uh, countdown. He knows he has to uh, get with the program. So uh, we in the church, when we look at these things with Israel, look at what's happening, what the Bible said we'd see just before he comes, it should totally motivate us to go for it. This is it. The amazing thing that we're watching every single week now is like it's getting more and more blatant. We talked about originally when we started the end of day's update, we could e easily probably do it at the very end, uh, almost every day. It's so hard to, to compact everything into uh, what we get into, but boy, it's sure blatant. You remember when, when Jesus came in, uh, the madman Gadara, and the demons cried out, oh, you've come to torment us before the time? See, they knew Jesus was on a schedule, but he was early. So if demons can know the schedule, how much more the church? So why would the Lord want us to know this? Because he loves us. He says, when you see these things, uh, lift up your heads, your redemption draws nigh. So he wants you happy. And in Corinthians, no, in Thessalonians, Paul said, I'm writing this to you about the rapture so you'll be happy and hopeful. So everything about the coming of the Lord is good news. Now for the world, it's the scariest thing there ever will be. But for the church, it's the most wonderful news ever. We're about to see Jesus. We're about to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Well, obviously we pick up on what's happened in Israel this last week, a continuation almost of a solid month after Hamas did the surprise attack on October 7th. I watched this last week, Israel go in and, and strategically hit buildings where different commanders were for Hamas. They weren't just hitting building after building. They were literally getting one commander after another commander after another. It absolutely amazed me. And then I saw the Secretary General of the UN, Guterres, come against, once again, not uh, calling Hamas a terrorist organization and telling Israel to back down from what they're doing. It's interesting, after Pearl Harbor, no one told America to back down. America had to do what America had to do to stay alive. It's gotten that strange that you, you see uh, different voices saying, calling it different things. And it's like, what? I mean, you even have in Montreal, you had a synagogue get firebombed. We had in our own country different uh, colleges have ter uh, 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 huge uprisings the last few weeks, which really shows you the thought pattern of people that, that they would rather condemn Israel and America rather than Hamas. I do love hearing the 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 Bedouin groups in the northern part of Israel. They're 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 Arab. They're Israelis, but they're Arabs. And uh, they said, we'll come after Hamas. We'll come after you for 50 years. We'll get you. We'll get your children. We'll get your children's children. I was like, man, they don't mess around. So I like that kind of mentality. 
But with all that you have happening now, you have Iran, uh, one of the leaders of Iran, and uh, Syria, and Hamas, and Hezbollah go to Russia last week and meet with Putin. So that alliance is there, that alliance for the Ezekiel 38 war. And I saw something yesterday showing the alliance again with all of a sudden China and, and Russia and Iran and Turkey. Pretty amazing seeing that group come together because those are all huge players and not just the Ezekiel 38 war, but even the Battle of Armageddon at the very end. You had Erdogan, Turkey's president, say this last week. He, he labeled Israel as a terrorist organization when he should be labeling Hamas as a terrorist organization. He said, we will call on all of Islam to ascend to the Temple Mount and take the Temple Mount from the Jews. So you, you have this verbiage coming from them to the point that the EU even rebuked his verbiage. And listen, when the EU is rebuking someone's verbiage, it just shows you how weird they are. So there's all these gatherings of groups coming into Saudi Arabia to try to really talk about a ceasefire. But right now, they've got humanitarian efforts coming through the edge of Egypt. You've got not really a pause going on, but you've got humanitarian aid coming into Gaza. And everybody said, what's going to happen to Gaza? Well, Gaza is going to be ruled by Israel forever. There'll be Palestinians living there, but Israel will never let Hamas come again. This morning today, the morning of the 8th, you had 30 rockets come from Hezbollah in the north in one hour. One hour. And that's after this last week. My phone's been going off, showing me city after city after city, city where rockets are firing into Israel. 10,000 rockets firing into Israel. So everything is being positioned for what's going to happen just after the church leaves. So if you see the flawlessness of these nations coming together, the Bible prophesied about 2,700 years ago, how much more we should be waking up. There should be a wake-up call. We should be freaking out. Jesus is just about to come. And then you hear people go, oh, we've been hearing that all of our lives. It's exactly what the Bible said. There'd be scoffers in the last days saying, where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. So Peter tried to show us the climate would be people would still be scoffing. When you have all this information showing us how close we are, it's a wake-up call for everyone to be a louder voice for the coming of the Lord. I can't imagine Noah getting up on the ark going, hey, something good's coming. No, he said the bridge is out. So there's so much happening that I don't get into about weather, get it asteroids, you know, floods, there's earthquakes, all that's happening. Uh, but we go back to the Word to find out what does the Word say. It never changes. Israel made a nation in 1948. Jerusalem won back in 1967. Jesus said, the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So that's us. I hear people say, I don't believe that. It doesn't matter. I hear people say, I'm not comfortable with that. It still doesn't matter. It's, it, it's us. And then he talked about the, the Hebrew language being restored in our lifetime. Why is that? The Bible says when the Messiah is coming, that would happen. 120 years ago, no one spoke Hebrew. Now they all speak Hebrew. God did that. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought out of Ethiopia, 18,000 in one day. Amazing. You have the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. Amazing. You have the Capitol building in Strasbourg, France. It's not similar to the Tower of Babel. It's identical to the Tower of Babel. You should Google it. On the different shows that have been on this last year, they'll be uh, fact-checking me while they're talking to me, and they'll go, oh, wow, it, it is just like the Tower of Babel. Duh, that's exactly right. Why would I, would I lie about that? 
So you have all those different events. You've got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red last fall where Sodom and Gomorrah was. It happened on the Day of Atonement. Uh, that's pretty radical. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. So you have predatory birds. 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. I mean, that's pretty radical. After the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, at the Battle of Armageddon, He calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. You've got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. So all of these different things. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. They've been having sacrifices on the edge of the Temple Mount the last few years. They got arrested a couple years ago. They didn't get arrested this last year. So they're all in position. So if birds are in position, fish are in position, the Temple Mount Institute's in position, Russia's in the Ukraine, Russia's in Crimea, Russia's in position. If you, the Bible says that they're going to come from the north, go straight north of Israel. You got the Ukraine. All these different groups are in position. What's the church doing? Uh, is it really the coming of the Lord? Yes, this is it. It's amazing. Some things can be so low-key and some things can be so blatant, but you have all of it happening right now. So many, many more signs. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. You have uh, Ixoc Kaduri, a rabbi, having a vision. Jesus appeared to him. He gets saved. Prophesied that just before the coming of the Lord, Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins. Benjamin Gantz and Benjamin Netanyahu two years ago jointly ruled. Amazing. But then you've got, you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. Pretty radical. And NASA calls that a tetrad. When's the last time you had four blood red moons in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. In 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Pretty remarkable to have things flawlessly happening in, in the heavens. They would be signals. Uh, the Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of God. And then after that, you had the Bethlehem star. Jupiter, a king planet. Regulus, a king planet. Venus, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. All three of them came together at the birth of Jesus. Pretty wild. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News. So we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus, a Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. There's many more things you could get into about the year 2017, about all the different things, even about the eclipse this year, eclipse next year, the asteroids that are coming. Uh, they're, they're named over and over again. There's one coming by in 2029. It's called Wormwood. I was preaching in the Ukraine and I talked about Wormwood was going to come and hit the earth. It's going to make a third of the waters radioactive. And everybody gasped when I said Wormwood. And I said, what's the deal with Wormwood? That's the word Chernobyl. This is all real. So what do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Be more involved. Don't fit church into our life. It is our life. Why? We're about to see the king. What would we do if we found out tomorrow we were going to be raptured? How would you live today? I don't think the rapture is tomorrow, but I think we're getting closer and closer and closer and closer to the catching away of the church. The church will be caught up. We're going to go up with Jesus and come back with him at the second coming. We're the reward seat of Christ, marriage supper of the Lamb. And I believe my horse is going to have a good GPS. I don't want to end up on Mars and everybody else is on the earth. So I believe in God I'll have a good horse. So giddy up. Here we come. So amazing. All of a sudden, we're going to see the king. He died for us. God raised him from the dead. We'll be honoring him. We'll be magnifying him. And all of the earth is going to bow their knee and say, He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a day to see God come to the planet. Man, have a great week. We'll come back next week and see what's happened with China, with 
North Korea, all these other nations that are literally getting in position for the coming of the Lord. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.